patterns, permutations, time, rhythm, coordination, meter, concentration, tempo, modulation, groove. Welcome to the Drum Mantra Podcast. This is Rich Stitzel, and it's time to go deeper with your practice. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Drum Mantra Podcast, episode 65. We are now in February. I can't believe how fast time is moving. We're already in the second month of 2020. Unbelievable. Um, But here we are. It's going well in Chicago. The weather is actually a little more like spring than winter. And you're never supposed to say that when you're here because everyone thinks that you're going to jinx it because a little bit of nice weather makes us think that we're out of the out of the uh, danger zone for winter, but there's plenty of winter left. And um, sometimes we get these little teaser 35-degree days and everyone's out wearing their shorts. But um, anyway, it's been nice, it's been sunny, and I've been enjoying... <laughs> the, the only outside time I've been getting is walking from my house to my studio. But even that little 30-second walk a few times a day has been very nice. Um, before we get into today's podcast, which is part two of YYZ, which is the amazing rhythmic code for Morse code of the Toronto airport, more popularly known as the intro to the Rush song from the Moving Pictures record, YYZ. This is a three-part series, so for the last three weeks, I've been featuring YYZ on the podcast, on the Drum Mantra YouTube channel, and it is also the featured lesson of the month at drummantra.com. So each month I put a new lesson up in a little kind of a mini membership area called Lesson of the Month, and the people in there have access to one lesson each month, and the lesson is is big. It, It will definitely take you a month and even more to get through the lesson. Um... And then each month it changes to a new lesson. So you get one lesson a month, and it's a really kind of a bite-sized way to have something to practice for about 30 to 45 minutes every day for a month. And sometimes, this month included, I give a prize to anyone that can complete the entire lesson pack. Um, this particular lesson pack is 25 exercises long. It's pretty intense. It requires probably an entire month's work of at least 30 to 45 minutes a day. But anyone, actually the first person that can complete the entire lesson pack and post it successfully so I can check it out, I am going to send a brand new 16-inch HHX Complex Thin Crash 2. I think that's about a $350 symbol. It's brand new and... If anyone can get it, I am going to send you a symbol. So you can find out more information at drummantra.com. If you click on Courses, you will see a tab that says Lesson of the Month. Uh, the Lesson of the Month is also part of the larger membership, which is called the Lesson Vault. You can find out all that information over at drummantra.com, though, so um, go check it out. This podcast and all my podcasts are sponsored, are made possible by the Drum Mantra 3030 course. The 3030 course is 
a guided journey proven to deepen your understanding of time, phrasing, polymetric coordination, concentration, and more. And I say proven because I've had about 120 people from 40 different countries around the world do the course. All great things are said about it. It's been changing the way people think, the changing the way people um, interact and groove. Their time is better. They're understanding more about rhythm. So it is, I think at this point, proven. Transform your drumming in 30 days. Um, the Drum Mantra 3030 is a course that at first focuses on the foundations of subdivision, accents, and pulse movement and builds into playing rhythmic phrase shapes, polymetric coordination, and odd time signatures. The sequencing of each day's exercises was meticulously organized and tested by a group of professional drummers from around the world. I called them the test pilots. And uh, there are play-alongs, videos, and there's a 200-page downloadable PDF for the entire course. So by the time you're finished with the course, you have a 200-page long PDF. The course is yours forever, but the way that it's laid out is it's a 30-day course, and each day you get one 30-minute lesson, and it's literally just the exercises. I didn't want to fill it up with a bunch of talking or anything. So you sit down with a practice pad and you play along with the video and you do that every day for 30 days. And I guarantee by the end of it, you will have a totally different perspective on a lot of things, coordination, time, phrasing, odd time signatures, etc. You can find more information about that at drummantra.com slash drummantra3030. Okay, I don't want to take too much time because this is a nice, juicy lesson. This is part two of YYZ, a groove meditation in 5-4. I'm going to go ahead and let that begin, and I will talk to you at the end. Okay, enjoy. Okay, cool. Let's move into part two of this lesson series. Now, the ride symbol is going to stay the same, but now the groove is going to become every fifth, sixteenth note. Bass drum on one snare drum on the E of two, bass drum on the and of three, snare drum on the uh of four. One and a two, E and a three, and a four, and a five, and a one and a two, E and a three, and a four, and a five, and a... That's what is going to make the groove feel like it's stretched out and slowed down in some strange way. There's a lot of different ways to approach and think about this and hear it. There's two different ways to, to hear it. You can either hear it as the subdivisions are 16th notes, I'm in 5-4, I'm playing 1, E of 2, and 3, uh of 4, or, and this is harder to think this way, you could think of it as 1, 2, 3, 4, the subdivision is now 20th notes, 5 notes between each quarter note, and all this ride pattern stuff is happening atop 5 note groupings per quarter note. That's, that's a lot harder to think of. So keep it in five in your mind and just think about the subdivision as 16th notes and you're playing E and uh. One, E and uh. All right? Let's just do the groove by itself with nothing else just to get used to playing that groove. No ride cymbal, no hi-hat. Okay, here we go.
Okay, that probably feels a little wonky, and it actually will come together and be a little more solid once you understand how it, how it functions with the ride pattern. So let's now go to that groove with the YYZ ride pattern. Here we go. Okay, you ready? We're gonna do this whole process again with the left foot going through all the permutations with the new groove. We're still six measure long phrases, four repetitions, so it's a 24 measure long experience. And the first thing is left foot plays quarter notes. Tick, 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 boom, bop, boom, bop, boom, bop, boom, bop, all right? Might sound a little weird, might feel a little weird. It's gonna take some work, but here's the first time we're gonna go through it right now. Okay, great. You guessed it. The hi-hat now moves to the E. One E and a two E and a above this groove. Ready? Here we go.
Excellent. Again, a little bit of a break, but not much of a break because of the new relationship, the and on the hi-hat, the way it functions with the fives in the, the kick and snare can still feel very foreign if you haven't done it a lot. So again, ease into this, work on it a lot, think about it a lot. Here we go. Okay, good. We're going to move the hi-hat to the uh. And really, the downbeat, the E, the and, and the uh, when you're playing over these five-note groupings, they're all equally strange because they fall at weird places with the kick and snare. And your ear will develop eventually, and a lot of it has to do with just the way that you hear things. That makes it sound complex. Your body is a little bit further ahead, probably, than your mind, than your ears. So trust the coordination You've done this coordination even just with the downbeats between the strangeness with your feet and hands. So here we are with the uhs. Let it sink in. Let's do it. Okay, good. This will feel like a little bit of a, of a relief. We are going to go eighth notes on the hi-hat, and that's going to make things fall a little bit simpler on this grid. So just cranking out eighth notes, six measure long phrase, four repetitions. Here we go.
Okay, good. Hi-hat moves to the E's and us. So the physical motion of your leg is the same as the eighth notes, but you're just displacing it by one sixteenth note. So just let that leg get into that physical motion of the sixteenth note, and it should relate pretty well. You're probably going to have some interesting sounds between the hi-hat and the ride cymbal. So just get that felt, and you know it'll, it'll start working itself out as you work on it. All right, here we go. Okay, great. Now, this is kind of strange. This was actually the most challenging one for me to learn, which is the hi-hat on two, four, and five, with the kick and snare doing its every fifth, sixteenth note thing. So the hi-hat's doing the backbeat from the other exercise, one, two, three, four, five, while the kick and snare are going boom, boom, it's very strange, but once you get it, really feels good it's like the, my favorite one it feels the coolest to me and it sounds cool too so the whole thing is a, it's a really great uh great feeling to have this one figured out all right good luck here we go All right, now we go to unison because the left foot is playing every fifth, sixteenth note right along with the kick and snare. 
The weird thing is, just adding that extra little high-end sound to the kick and snare is going to make you feel more like you're in this other time, this other pulse. It just reinforces it enough that makes you feel like you've slowed down and all of a sudden this is almost on autopilot because the relationship stretches out in your mind a little bit and you might start, if you start thinking about it, it might feel more like you're playing 20th notes here and playing that pattern on top of a 20 note grid instead of 16th notes and playing the pattern as 16th notes. So just check it out, experience it. Physically, it's not, it's not that challenging, but mentally it is. So this is another interesting experience. All right, here we do it. Let's do it. Here we go. Okay, finally, the most twisted sounding one and the weirdest one to play is the dotted eighth notes here, the five note groupings here, and the ride pattern. It's a strange experience. It sounds strange. It feels pretty weird. But once you get it, it's, it's super awesome. Okay, let's go for it. Okay, great. So now that you have all those parts, we do the performance, which is a six measure long phrase of downbeats, a six measure long phrase of E's, ands, uhs, all the eighth notes, 
E's and U's, two, four, five, every fifth, sixteenth note, and dotted eighth notes. So you play a six measure long phrase of each permutation in a row. That's the performance of part one and part two. So let's check out the performance of part two. Okay, that is the YYZ tribute drum mantra exercise. I am so grateful to have had the experience of Rush in my life as an early kid. And um, I'm, I'm honored to be part of the Sabian family, which is the same family that Neil Peart was in and is in. And I just uh, I thank the drumming community for being so strong and so positive and so inspiring in this uh, in this kind of time of mourning where we lost a, a great drummer who has given us such an amazing gift of a body of work that, I mean, if you want to go down the Neil Peart rabbit hole, there is plenty. There is too much to check out. The records, the interviews, the videos, the instructional videos, the interviews. I mean, there's so many amazing things to dive into 
to get to know this person a little bit better. Um, so thank you so much for taking the time to watch this video. I wish you the best on learning these exercises. If you can get this stuff down, please let me know because uh, I really enjoyed creating it. It was a very inspiring thing for me to, to go to tackle. And um, it's a lot of fun to learn all this stuff. And I hope that you give it a good shot and, and can get it together as well. It would be so much fun to play these with other people. So good luck. Thank you so much. Take care. Talk to you soon. Okay, there you have it. YYZ, a groove meditation in 5-4, part 2. Putting the groove like that every 5th, 16th note is so crazy. I'm really trying to get used to doing that and understanding how that works and, and the whole function of it. And this is a great way to kind of dive into that whole concept is with this exercise. If you want to see these videos... You can see them at the Drum Mantra YouTube channel. And if you want to work on these exercises and see the PDFs and have access to the 25 audio play-alongs, you can do that at the drummantra.com lesson of the month or in the lesson vault. You can find out more about that at drummantra.com. And you can also have a chance to win a 16-inch Sabian HHX Complex Thin Crash if you are the first person to complete all the exercises in this lesson before the end of February. And it's a leap year, so we've got 29 days in February. So if you jump on it, work hard, you might be able to get yourself a free crash symbol, brand new from Sabian. Next week, I'm really excited. We're going to change things up and go back to an interview with an amazing human being, Josh Jones. He's from Chicago. He is currently the principal percussionist of the Calgary Philharmonic Orchestra, and he has a lot of interesting things to say. He's had an amazing life. He's only 28 years old, and he has done a lot of good things. So go check him out on Instagram and get ready for a very in-depth conversation with Josh next week. Until then, happy practicing. I hope everything's great for you this week, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Drum Mantra Podcast. Your time and attention is much appreciated. I would love it if you went to the iTunes store and left a rating, and please share this with anybody that you think would like to go deeper with their practice. Take care.